Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. For the third consecutive week for the Early Odds segment, we bring in the same guests. You keep bringing us winners. We're going to tell you that the rule is you have to... Come back on the show. So we bring back Spencer McElmoy on the Alpamonte Ford Hotline. Shop over 500 new and used vehicles at Alpamonte Ford in Melrose Park. SpennyMac84 on Twitter. And Spencer, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling three in a row. I think these are good signs. You guys got the two hub cities for the Stanley Cup playoffs, Edmonton and Toronto. And it's also Canada Day up there. Yes, it's Canada Day, and just like a Chicago deep-dish pizza, I'm back and hoping not to disappoint <laughs> at all with my picks. Uh, what's the plan tonight? Uh, well, uh, tonight it's going to be like a little barbecue going on, even though it's raining out here, and a uh, few few beverages to be indulged for sure. That won't stop, but uh, there will be social distancing and taking those <laughs> precautions into. But, uh, yeah, it's Canada Day, so you got to let loose a little bit. You guys got your birthday coming this Saturday, so, yeah. That's right, and uh, I, I saw some of the headlines up there that they've canceled all these fireworks shows, and I'm sure they're doing the same here. I haven't even bothered paying attention because just, at least in my neighborhood, fireworks have been going off for the last month or so. Is it the same by you? Uh, there's not too many fireworks that go on off by my neighborhood. Just on Halloween, I, I don't. Uh, there's a few that go off on Canada Day. I'll see tonight. I'll, 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 I'll take record to see how many go off. I don't know what <laughs> I put the over under at, but I imagine like 14 and a half booms would be the over under. <laughs> see, we need something to bet on. We we have to get a little creative, but we do have the PGA Tour here. And, uh, Spencer, the first thing that jumps out at me is these last couple of tournaments, uh, when we look at the field, it's like, wow, most years you don't see these types of names at these tournaments. And now we go to Detroit, Michigan, Rocket Mortgage. You've got five, six names on top, like Bryson Webb, Hatton, Hideki, Patrick Reed. Um, there's a lot of people high on Hovland and I've been one of those people, but you see him, he's inside a 20 to one. Now a much weaker field, the weakest that we've seen since the return to play. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit lackluster this weekend. I'm going to fade some of the guys at the top, but I am going to go with uh, Hovland. I am going to take Hovland. You asked me about him last week, and I wasn't on him. And, uh, Mm. yeah, like DJ, he's very similar that uh, he just needs to putt. And, uh, yeah, I got him at 22-1. to Uh, Last week he was first in shots gained tee to green. Uh, He was in the top 20 for shots gained approach. Uh, he checks out on shots gained, ball striking 19th. Uh, he just needs opportunities on the par 5. One thing uh, with this being a Donald Ross course, I did a lot of correlation in my picks. Three of the six, I look back at the Wyndham Championship in 2019, and Hoblin finished fourth there. And last year at this course, he finished 13th. He has 23rd, 21, and 11th 
last week coming into this. So, yeah, I'm on Hovland at 22 to 1 as my first selection. Okay, so Hovland is in your six-pack that you have for this week. Now, I want to ask you about your process going into this so we could help people for a while. Uh, We only have one year of data to go on, and you mentioned that you looked at um, some Donald Ross courses kind of uh, that would correlate to what we're going to see this week on this track. Uh, what, What was your process here, and which stats did you pick out, and how did you arrive there? Well, I have five stats this week. I'm going to go, once again, I'm going to go with uh, strokes gained, uh, ball striking. And uh, that takes, once again, into driving distance half and green and regulation half. Um, I'm going to do uh, strokes gained overall, which is tee to green and strokes gained putting. So it brings in a little bit of putting, which I don't always put into my model. But this week, you're going to need a hot putter because we saw last year that Nate Lashley won this at minus 25. So that's going to be a birdie fest out there. Um, And that also brings into my next key statistic, which is birdie or better percentage. Um, I have par fours gained overall. The way I looked at it was sometimes at the major, there are longer par fours. So you have 450 to 500. There'll be about seven of those. So sometimes it's better just to key on that on the par four. But overall, these are uh, spread out pretty well for the par fours this week. And, of course, as everybody knows, par fours make up the majority of a golf course. So you have to have a par four kind of metric on your stat model. And I'm going with a par fives gain this week because we have four par fives. We haven't seen this in the first three tournaments that we had being uh, 71, 70, and 70. This week it's a par 72. So I have the par five metric in there too. What score do you think is going to be a winner? I'm going to go with my number. My number is always 23, so I'm going to go with 23. I think we're going to see they might kick up the rough a little bit, but I wouldn't be surprised to see. I think someone could shoot 26. Someone could go absolutely ham out here, but I'm going to stick. I'm going to go with my lucky number 23. I play red 23 when I play roulette all the time, so 23 is <laughs> 23 is going to be where I'm at. <laughs> hey, you're talking to Chicago Jordan Sandberg. You can't go wrong with 23. Right exactly there. right. <laughs> Even if you want to throw in Devin Hester, Joe Ostrowski with Spencer McElmoyle early on. Odds. Sports Radio 670, the score. Spenny Mac 84 on Twitter. He's trying to give us the third straight winner. Gave you Dustin Johnson last week. We go back to two weeks ago. He said, Webb is my guy, and Webb came through. We already have Hovland on the board. You found him at 22 to 1 early on in the week. Give us the five other golfers you like. Well, I don't think these are going to be very popular picks, but this is the way the stat model broke it down, and I got just a feeling on these guys. Uh, 22 to 1, Sung J M coming off a 58th, a cut, and a 10th. Last year, he got 21st at this course. Seems like he plays every week. I really thought he would thrive more in this COVID transition because he lives out of hotels. He still leads the tour with 46 red number rounds, and in the top five, in the Five key statistics that I have, he checks out in all top 36 of them. Par fives gain 36, birdies are better 20th, strokes gain ball striking 36, par fours gain 16th, and strokes gain 14th. Last year at the Wyndham Championship, another Donald Ross course, he was six. So we're going to go with Sung J in there. Uh, my next pick here, a lot of people probably disagree with this and always see this guy as a bridesmaid or a top 10. We're going to go with Tony Finau at 40-1 to 1, I was able to get him at. Um, he had a cut last week before that 23rd, 23rd. But if you look, he's played 10 rounds. All 10 rounds have been in red numbers. 
He just needs to take care. He needs to, on the par fives, he needs to capitalize on his distance and score on that. Par fours gain, he's 16th. Strokes gain, 13th. Birdies are better, 23rd. So I have Tony Finau at 41. This next pick, I mean, I'm going to have egg on my face for saying this, and I said it last week that I would never go to a guy with a yellow golf ball. And I lost <laughs> in this guy early, and I got 40 to 1. He's now 55 to 1 at my sports book. And I'm not talking about Bubba Watson. I'm talking about Rory Sabatini. Oh, oh, this could be one pick that comes back to haunt me here. But uh, last year at this course, he got third. And another Donald Ross correlation, he was able to get sixth at the Wyndham Championship, 21st at the RBC, 14th at Charles Schwab. Um, yeah, he led the field last year in par five scoring. I'm going to go with Rory Sabatini. I wish I had. I wish I weighed it and got a better number, but 40 to one. That's where I stand. Uh, the next guy. If you told me four weeks ago that I was going to take this guy at 40 to 45 to one at this golf course, I would say, what kind of drugs am I on? But I'm going to go with Doc Redmond, 45 to one, great ball striker, coming off a 63 Sunday with no bogeys, third in the week last week for shots gained tee to green. Uh, he finished last year's second. You look at his current form, 11th at the Travelers, 21st at the RBC, 58th at the Charles Schwab. Uh, he is 14th in strokes gained ball striking, 31st in par fours gain. He's just trending in the right direction. And if I was just going to ignore my model, I might as well just throw picks at the wall. But, nope, I'm going to go with Doc Redman at 45-1. to 1. And the last pick, being Canada Day, how can I not pick a Canadian <laughs> on my card? And that's going to be Adam Hadwin at 60-1. to 1. He has the putter. Uh, strokes gained ball striking, he's 16th. Par for his gain, he's ninth. Strokes gained overall, he's 15th. 41st at RBC, 43rd at the Charles Schwab. No course history here, but Canada Day, I have to pick Adam Hadwin. And that leads me to my other bets. I have a parlay, top Canadian, Adam Hadwin, parlayed with top Swede, Alex Noren, minus 110. And once again, I will be on the hole-in-one no for plus 110. All right, so you're outright Hovland, uh, Sanjay M, Finau, Redmond, Sabatini, and Hadwin. And I know you do this early in the week. You jump on those numbers before they start moving. Uh, Spencer, I've noticed that a lot of the golf betting community is on a lot of those names, like mm-hmm. Hovland, Finau, Redmond. And also, uh, I've seen a lot of people jumping on that uh, Hadwin number at around 60. I know you follow your model, but just as a long time better, does it... Uh, I don't know, make your stomach a little unsettled when you see a lot of people jumping on your guys? It doesn't unsettle me. I would say for this week, I, I, in uh, the tweet that I sent out early Monday morning, at the very end, I put hashtag fear the Bryson. So yeah. um, this will probably be where I cut back the amount that I bet, maybe half, because I am kind of scared he's been there, and sooner or later he's just going to take off, and it's going to be problems. Did you did you read what he eats on a normal day there, Joe? <laughs> I lost track when he got to six protein shakes in a day. Okay, so there was a tweet. He did an interview yesterday, and there was a tweet uh, someone sent out, and I saw it. And he, okay, this is what he outlines for his usual diet per day. Breakfast, four eggs, five pieces of bacon, toast, two protein shakes midday peanut butter and jelly sandwich go macro bar here and there he says two shakes mid-round or every six holes quotations snacking when practicing after then dinner steak potatoes and two more shakes 
Man. That man's eating steak every day? That was I mean, my big takeaway. I love that. <laughs> I mean, what is his body exuding there? Like, oh, imagine being around that beast of a man. Dude, you, oh. you see you see the pythons out there. I mean, he's he's golfing so many hours a day, but he's also working out probably just as much every single day. Yeah, he, he works out about, I think it's six times, six times a week he works out, and he's golfing yeah. like, oh, what a life. What a life. Oh, Ooh. man. He, man, he's... <laughs> He's going to win soon, and we're all going to lose money that week because we're not going to bet him because his yeah. number's unbettable right now. Exactly. I couldn't say more. I'm just happy that I have futures at the Masters where I got him at 40-1, to 1, so holding, holding those close to, close to my heart for sure. <laughs> what is it now? Uh, he was down to 16-1 to 1 last I looked. <laughs> and when he actually wins, it's going to get, get even worse because the people holding <laughs> back saying, oh, he can't win, and then they're going to be like, fine, I'm in. I mean, he might be the favorite by the time we get there in November. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Spenny, I want to ask you about matchups. I know you gave us the outrights, and you're not a matchups better, but there are a lot of people that do like to dabble there. I'm looking at Bet Rivers. It's the only legal book we have right now in Illinois. Okay. And we've got Hovland against Im, so you're not going to bet that. But I yep. want to throw out the matchups that they do have with the golfers you like. They put Sabatini at plus 100 against Poston. Would you bite there? Uh, see, Poston, he had the corollary last year where he won at the Wyndham Championship. Uh, he missed a cut last week. I, w- I would go with Sabatini plus 100 if I had to take it. Finau minus 143 against Bubba. Uh, well, I was watching. I, <laughs> I was, it's funny because I was watching Bubba play. He had a charity, uh, nine-hole charity thing going on today. It was Bubba and Varner versus Wesley Bryan and Day. And I was watching Bubba putt, and whew, it's uh, it's not looking good. So I would take Finau there. Okay. Redmond against Varner. Oh, see, there's so much steam on Varner right now. In my book, he opened yep. up at 100 to 1. Now he's 60. Um, with the par fives, I think Varner has a little bit of an advantage there. But with so, Redmond having the course history, I would lean Redmond. You'd lean, but it sounds like you wouldn't bet it. No, that would be like that would be a pass. But if you put a gun to my head, I'd, I'd slightly take Redmond, sixty forty percent kind of kind of deal. Last one, Hadwin against Harmon. I'm gonna oh, Canada Day, Joe. How can I go against? <laughs> I'm, take, I'm taking Hadwin. I'm taking okay. Hadwin. <laughs> okay, good, good. Uh, let's wrap with uh, first round leaders. Get some fun for day one. Uh, what are you doing there? I don't have anything down uh, for first round leaders. Um, so, yeah, I don't really have an sh- opinion at all for that. Uh, Pat Mayo puts out a huge list of first-round leaders, so if he, anyone follows him on Twitter, uh, Pat's really good at uh, hitting those. So I would uh, check over on his Twitter for first-round leaders, to be honest. Do you have a rule there? Are you always looking triple digits or at least 50 to 1 just because of the variance that we see on Thursdays? I won't bet anything that's under 80 to 1. Wow. I will, I'll, play it, I'll play it each way. So that's double the money. So if you put down 10 bucks, it becomes a $20 bet, and you get those top five on my book. So I'm just looking at anything that's over to 80 to 1. I'm looking for guys that play early, 30, or early Thursday morning when the conditions are pristine. But if you look at the weather, there's not a real big difference between Thursday and Friday afternoon. That's why I skipped it this week. I didn't play any because I just mainly play Thursday morning guys. So there's not a big uh, advantage to playing early Thursday, the way the weather has been. So, 
And, and at the moment, no wild parlays for this week. You're going to take it easy. For there the is, I, I looked at the cut parlay and I thought, oh my gosh, can I really put like, can I put like a thousand dollars and have like Lucas Glover, like even though he's been consistent, but he could fall apart. Like, do I really trust him with thousand dollars? No. And before you phone me, uh, I was already setting up my memorial. I was going to do the course history, and then eventually later in the week, I'll get the stats. And two weeks from two weeks from uh, tomorrow, uh, I will be on the uh, memorial cut uh, for the make the cut. So we'll see. We'll see how that pans out, but. It's never too early to start doing a little research to get the get it going. So, excellent. Oh, I did have one more stats question for you. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned the stats that you're looking at, and uh, you dig them up, and you come up with your model. How far back do you go? I know some people use last 50 rounds, some use last 25. What are you doing? I usually look at the yearly, and uh, but as I'm putting it into my spreadsheet, so it's a spreadsheet that I keep and then I paste over, I can see where people are making jumps. And that last week, I was willing to, if you played in the tournament, I was willing to take Brooks Kepka, even though his overall stats are not very good. I could tell that he's getting better and better and better and better. So, uh, like, a great site for uh, Fantasy, Fantasy National uh, Golf is a great site to see where you can do the 24 rounds, the 50 rounds, like you said. But I kind of go with the yearly thing uh, overall for my model. Gotcha. Gotcha. His name's Spencer McElmoyle. You can follow him on Twitter, at SpennyMac. 84 Spencer you know how this works if you make it three in a row three straight winners you're gonna be back next week have you done have you hit three in a row before I've never hit three in a row Ooh, pressure's on man best of pressure's luck. on yep we'll see <laughs> good stuff from Spencer McElmoyle we've got a rocket mortgage starting tomorrow this is the Joe O show score rewind at nine o'clock sports radio 670 the score and the radio.com app this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.